Welcome back to this week's Mindset Minutes episode on the Investor Mindset. I'm your host, Stephen Pesavento, and each week we share mindset tips and investing strategies to help you take your business, portfolio, and your career to a whole nother level. And this week, we're going to talk about a little topic that is near and dear to my heart, one that's made a huge difference for me, and it all comes down to asking the right questions and asking for what you want. So if you're just joining us, make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit the bell down below, hit that thumbs up on YouTube so you can let the algorithm know this is something that you're going to really enjoy. Let's get right into the episode. This is the Investor Mindset Podcast, and I'm Stephen Pesavento. For as long as I can remember, I've been obsessed with understanding how we can think better, how we can be better, and how we can do better. And each episode, we explore lessons on motivation and mindset from the most successful real estate investors and entrepreneurs in the nation. It's wonderful that so many of you have stepped up and registered to partner in future multifamily opportunities together. We follow a very strict vetting process when selecting our operating partners, and all of which have a serious track record, at least five years of experience, at least 2,500 doors that they've actually managed and owned, and over $250,000 of assets under management. These kind of guidelines help make sure that we are investing together in some phenomenal, phenomenal deals. And you can learn more by registering at the investormindset.com slash invest. These institutional style investments bring benefits to busy professionals and real estate entrepreneurs looking to reduce their taxes and increase their returns. And you can join us by getting started at the investormindset.com slash invest. I look forward to seeing you on the next deal. So when it comes down to getting what you want, it starts with asking. We got to know what we want before we can get it. But once we're clear on what we want, why we want it, who's going to help us get there and have a little bit of a plan about what steps we're going to take. Part of that plan needs to be asking more consistently for what it is that we're actually looking for and doing it in the right way. So I'm going to talk a little bit about what is the right way, how can you go about doing that, and specifically some strategies that really helped me along the way. So if you think about it, comparing how things are today versus how they were 20 years ago, we have more connections and more relationships than any other time in history. You know, our kids are connected with over a thousand people on social media, let alone look back where you know, 20 years ago, we knew people who are part of our family, our neighbors, our alumni club, or Rotary, or maybe even uh, the old country club if you're part of that group. But now we're connected to thousands and thousands of people. The important thing is that if we're going to go to that network, if we're going to go to these people that we're connected to and we're going to start asking the right questions and we're going to start asking for some help, we're going to ask for their support, we're going to ask for their advice. We're going to start asking questions that are going to help us get closer to where we want to be. We want to do that by coming with the right state of energy. It's really, really critically important that we're not coming from a place of need, not coming from a place of uh, looking to only satisfy our needs. But if we come from a place of being a go-giver, of really bringing that giving energy, then we already set up the deck to be stacked for us. And what do I mean by that? It's important that we're authentic. It's important that when we ask a question, how can I help you or what would most help you and your business? And we ask questions from a place of genuine curiosity that's driving towards how can we help them? 
it's really important that we really want to help, that we genuinely are looking to help and we're not asking these questions as some kind of samurai ninja trick in order for us to be able to ask them what we're really looking to ask them to, uh, to give us in return. Because so oftentimes, more than not, when people are feeling that negative energy in a sales situation, it's because they feel like things are not authentic. They feel like they're not genuinely curious or interested in what I have to say. They're only listening so that they can sell me something. We all know that feeling. I know I've been on both sides of those conversations. And it's an amateur move, really, because if you can come from a true place of I have enough and I want to help you in whatever way that I can help you. And I'm thinking from a perspective of there's plenty of people who want to help me from wherever I am right now. If I can come from that kind of an energy, then you're going to be met with that kind of energy. Does that mean that everyone you meet is going to want to help? Does that mean everyone you meet is going to, you know, open up the Rolodex or make an introduction? No, most people aren't. 90% of the time, you're going to get a no. 90% of the time, you're going to get a nice, you know, a nice push off. And that's totally okay. And that's something we're going to talk about here in just a second. But the important thing is that when we're talking about giving versus trading, we're giving to give. We're helping to help. We're not helping in order so that we can get some help back in return because we're not really going to be coming with an authentic uh, give then. And that's that false sense of offer that we're talking about. We don't want to be that person. And of course, it's important to understand that I'm not talking about just being charitable to every single person you ever meet. If you can give somebody something great, give it to them. That doesn't mean that there's not a price attached to whatever value it is that you're offering, but there is a way that you can help. And if you're offering to help from a place of genuine interest, and if there is something that you can do regardless of their situation, then you're going to be coming from that right place. And then when it actually comes down to making that ask, you come with the right energy, you come in from a genuine place of interest and curiosity, and then you ask. And one of the best questions that I've ever heard and that I've learned and that I execute on a regular basis is, do you know anyone who can help me? When you come from this place of being able to share with somebody, hey, I'm working on this new project. I'm kind of running into some roadblocks along the way, but I'm wondering if you know somebody who might be able to help. Or maybe another example of that is, I think, you know, I've been working with a lot more clients, buying apartment buildings and working on the passive investing side of the business. I'm curious, who would you know from your network that might be interested in investing in real estate? It's a perfectly great question to ask once you've built rapport, once you've got genuine connection, once you have that genuine interest, once they've opened the door that it's something that you can ask for, and even if they haven't opened it, that you've at least laid out this foundation so you can ask that question from a place of genuine curiosity and with a genuine place of, I'm looking for a little bit of help. I'm wondering if you might be able to help me. Not from a place of expectation. It's really important. But from a place of sincere, humble curiosity. Because so often people don't ask because humility gets in the way. Because humility jumps up and says, you know what? Don't ask that person for this thing. You don't want to look like that kind of person who doesn't have it or hasn't ha doesn't have it all figured out. You don't want to seem like somebody who might need something. Now, that's humility getting in the way. Now, the key is you don't want to come off from a place of need or desperation, but it's perfectly fine to come and be able to ask for what you need. And so we need to be more comfortable doing that. And how do we get more comfortable? We have to practice. We have to do it over and over and over again. When you first rode a bike, if you're somebody who's ridden a bike before, 
you know that first time you got on it, it didn't really work out so hot. It wasn't necessarily that easy. But each time you kept practicing over and over and it ended up giving you that ability to do something that now feels extremely natural. And it's really important that you take the time to practice. And part of that practice is going to be on your own. It's going to be practicing that question, asking it, getting comfortable, knowing what your ask is, knowing what you're looking for from other people and knowing how you're going to be able to help other people out. But part of that is going to be out in the field. It's going to be falling on your face, having a couple of bruises along the way, but you're going to heal up. And as long as you keep doing it, you're going to get really, really good. And here's the most important piece. Here's the thing that is so critical when it comes to asking, when it comes to asking for anything. And it's coming from a place where you love the answer, no matter what it is. No matter if someone slams the door in your face and it hurts, hey, thanks for letting me know. I really appreciate it. Appreciate the honesty. Appreciate the feedback. Appreciate the advice. Hey, thanks for letting me know. Hey, thanks for thinking about it. If anything changes, obviously, I appreciate any help or advice you can share with me. Celebrate that answer. That doesn't mean you have to, it doesn't mean you truly love every piece about it, but love the fact that you got an answer because you're not going to get that answer if you don't ask. And if you ask one more person every single day, and 90% of people say no. You're going to have three people who are going to say yes. You're going to have three people who are going to help you. You have three people who maybe are clients. You have three people who make a referral or connection. And that ends up coming out to being a huge, huge, huge difference. So the truth is you have to have the right energy. You have to come from a place of wanting to help. You have to have a place of genuine curiosity, of humility, of just being a good person. But then if you go out and simply ask, the likelihood is you're probably going to get some yeses. So let me know down below in the comments or on social in the DMs, how have you gone about asking for what you want and how has it worked out? Are you using this strategy already? And if so, let me know how it's working because when I started coming from this place, it made a huge difference for me and I love to hear how it's impacted you. Thanks you guys for joining me. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Investor Mindset Podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share it with a friend. Head over to theinvestormindset.com to join the Insider Club, where we share tools and strategies from the top investors and entrepreneurs on how to take it to the next level. 